On the road of riches speeding, I just hope I'm not lost Lost some homies, run away for them, I gotta push on If you ain't here, the word, bustin', you can get lost Thought my heart was freezing, gotta let it defrost On the road of riches speeding, I just hope I'm not lost Lost some homies, run away for them, I gotta push on If you ain't here Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Minnesota Mike's podcast. I'm your host, Mike Thornton. The music is my nephew, Bay Bandit. Follow him on Instagram at Bay Bandit underscore. Follow me on Instagram at Minnesota Mike's podcast. Follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Minnesota Mike's. If you like the show, please show some love and go ahead and rate us and review us. Give us a five-star rating if you can. If you don't like the show, don't rate us. Don't review us. Give me at least until 10 episodes until you judge too harshly. I promise we're getting better. I'm starting to utilize the edit function a lot more. And I do believe this will just be a better product for you. And so this intro is going to be short and sweet. Uh, look, it's football season right now. We're all tuned into football as I uh, finish up the uh, last touches of this recording on Thursday. And we're going to release this show. I'm actually also watching the football game as the Chiefs are playing at home in Kansas City versus the L.A. Chargers. We're all in tune to football. We're all in tune to the Vikings. The Gophers and the Vikings look incredible. But... Minnesota has a lot of really good sports, and one of them is soccer. It's grown in the Twin Cities. I went to my first game this week, and we'll get into that a little bit more in the next interview as we interview the captain of the Golden Gopher soccer team, Megan Flashko. She's the goaltender. She's incredible. She was a lot of fun. Hands down, the best food reviews that we've had on the show. Hands down. I've lived in Minnesota my whole life. I'm older than and Megan, and yeah, she gave me some good food reviews. I, I literally took the notes down. And who knows, maybe we'll get a sponsorship out of this deal too. But regardless, uh, let's get this thing started. I hope you all enjoy. Pay attention to the end because I'm also going to talk some Golden Gopher football as they play their uh, first Power 5 conference game uh, versus the Colorado Buffalo on Saturday. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, as mentioned in the intro, you are in for a treat. Not only do we have our first soccer player here on the Minnesota Mike's podcast, not only do we have our first female athlete on the podcast, Megan Plashko is homegrown. She grew up in Egan, Minnesota, not too far where I went to high school. Megan at Egan was a stud. She was a standout goalie there, uh, Pioneer Press and Star Tribune Metro Player of the Year. There she was highly recruited, highly decorated, but she chose to stay home and represent her Golden Gophers. There she's done very well. Sophomore year, she took over the goaltending spot, and she's been electric ever since. Last season, she started off the season with seven straight shutouts, which is very good. In the past, she's won Big Ten Goaltender of the Week honors. She's been an all-academic Big Ten performer, and she is the captain of our Golden Gophers. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce Miss Megan Flashko. Megan, thank you so much for joining. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. And honestly, I just want to remind the audience, you're in the middle of the season here. I mean, you, <laughs> school just started. You guys have just finished non-conference play and you, see you have a game here on Friday and I'm linking Nebraska versus the Cornhuskers. So this means a lot for you, not only giving this podcast a chance and letting my audience learn about you, but also doing it while you're so busy. So thank you very much. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. I'd love to showcase our women athletes here. Group soccer is growing in the Twin Cities. It's obviously the most popular sport in the world. Now, a lot of us traditional American sports fans aren't very educated on soccer, and I'm one of them. I'm embarrassed to say I talked to you before our interview here that uh, last night was my first match as I saw the Minnesota United take on LAFC, Allianz Stadium. I'm in love with it. 
that place was electric. It was so cool. It was almost like college football vibes as far as just the chance. And it was just nonstop energy. And yeah. so, yeah. So my next question for you is you have favorite road game or opponent that you play against in terms of atmosphere and fan environment. Yeah, I think the one that really stands out is Purdue. We went to them last year and they're a top 25 team. They were a huge like game for us and they definitely had the fans to back them up. They have the way their stadium works is there's bleachers behind both bench, both goals and then the bench as well. So I got talked to all game long. I was always every corner, every time I got the ball, there was someone chirping at me behind the net. And I just, I love that stuff. I think it's so fun. I think that type of environment and that type of buzz and excitement around the game makes it so fun to be around. So yeah, I but to produce somewhere that I'm definitely excited to be able to go back to soon and be able just to be in that environment. And I love that stuff. I think it's so fun to play when people are in your ear talking to you. So that's definitely one game and one place that sticks out. It doesn't surprise me that you're up to that challenge hearing the cheers and the fans getting rowdy. Yeah, with your accolades, definitely if you're a competitor and that makes sense. So, okay, the Boilermakers, they got a nice atmosphere down there. Oh, um, yeah. Good to know. Yeah, and also just, yeah, so you grew up in Egan. You were a great soccer player, but also noticed that you played some hockey. This is the state of hockey. Tell me about your time on the ice and your experience playing hockey. Yeah, hockey was my like first sport, the first sport I ever fell in love with. I think like you could ask anyone who met me growing up, it was my life. I loved hockey. I think it was probably where I met most of my lifelong friends before I got to the U. And it was just an awesome experience. We had a really good group of girls that I grew up playing U8, U10, U12s with. I mean, it helped that we were pretty good, but it was also just fun. We, I grew up playing against five or six girls who are currently on the U of M team, our age group just happened to be very good at hockey. And so that made it super fun to grow up in and around those players. And I definitely think that it was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make to quit. I had to quit after my sophomore season because I just couldn't balance. I had already committed to the Gophers to play soccer. So soccer was my sport, but it was definitely a ton of fun. The hockey community in Minnesota, as like everyone knows, is insane. There's absolutely nothing like it. And I still love games. Like, I still love going to the state tournament. I love watching, like, girls and boys hockey in Minnesota. It's definitely, like, a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I am so grateful I got the chance to play growing up. That is so cool, man. And I, I did some – I worked hard on this research, but one thing that slipped past me, I didn't know you committed to the Golden Gophers so early. It sounds like you were a sophomore. Yeah, yeah. So before the recruiting rules changed shortly after my commitment and my class went through. So now you have to be a junior – to be started start getting recruited but a majority of the girls on the team committed their freshman or sophomore year kaya harper is crazy and committed when she was in eighth grade but yeah the so my recruitment started my early early into my freshman year and then i was just very stubborn on making a choice so my i pushed it off until my sophomore year but a majority of girls do commit and used to commit at least in their freshman or early sophomore year that makes sense why you had to center your attention around soccer as early with the process getting started. Um, yeah. That's cool. And yeah, I mentioned already soccer is growing in the Twin Cities. It is so cool. I had a great time at uh, Allianz Stadium. I'm looking forward to checking out the Aurora next year. Wow. They did awesome their first year. And so I imagine that you follow the United and the Aurora. Yeah, I follow United pretty closely. Kenzie Langdoc was on Aurora. She used to play at the U. So we followed them. I played with a, or I was with the WPSL team as well last summer that I followed pretty closely, Salvo WPSL too. 
between those three teams pretty followed pretty close for summer soccer, but definitely a big United fan too. And I think Aurora was great. They added a bunch of hype in the like twin cities, a bunch of buzz about women's soccer. And anytime you can get sold out crowds and have that much excitement around soccer, it's great for everyone. So it was super cool to see. It was cool to see and hearing about that. And on top of that, who doesn't love a winner? And they made it yeah. to the championship. Notable player, your say counterpart, a goaltender for the Aurora. I want to say it's Sarah Fuller. Uh, yep. who was made big buzz for being the first female to uh, play in a Power 5 Division One football game. Really cool. We got some good things going on in the Twin Cities here for soccer. Uh, so, next question. Obviously, you're a soccer fan. Now, I played some college ball, and I was shocked that not all of my teammates even like sports. Some of them had their own hobbies and own lives outside of football, and you know, it wasn't anything to do with football. Are you a sports fan? Are you a Minnesota sports fan? And if so, what's your favorite team in Minnesota and why? Yeah, I love watching sports. I'm a huge sports fan. I love Minnesota sports. It's painful a lot of the time, but I do love, I love watching sports. Anytime there's like a football game, hockey game, no matter what, I'm probably going to be watching it. And I would say probably the Wild or the Vikings are my favorite teams. I love football. I think it's so fun to watch. And obviously growing up playing hockey, being from Minnesota, the Wild are so fun to watch. So I definitely say those are probably my two favorite Minnesota sports teams, but I'm a Minnesota sports fan all the way through the Twins, the Lynx, everyone, Minnesota United. I'll cheer for any Minnesota team. I hope I do a good job today because I'd love to have you back on the show. This is a Minnesota sports podcast. The Wild and the Vikings are definitely our, our, I don't know, just our prime teams. Those environments are so electric. Oh, yeah. XL Energy, U.S. Bank Stadium, can't beat it. Okay. Now, I wasn't a Big Ten athlete, and that, honestly, that is about as good as it gets. The Big Ten is a prime conference in college athletics. A lot of my audience, although we're fans of the Big Ten, we're not, some, a lot of us aren't Big Ten athletes like you are. For me and for my audience, please tell me about a day in the life as a Big Ten athlete. Yeah. So, like, for example, today I woke up, we had lift at 8 a.m., and our lift schedules depend. We get, like, four different lift times, and you just sign up every day what lift time works for you based on your class schedule which is super nice so it's super flexible it's like smaller groups just so everyone can get it in at the times that work with them and then I had class I had a little break before class and then I had a class from 9 45 to 11 30 and then class again at 12 to 110 so that's our class schedule is we have we can have class anywhere up to 245 in the fall because our practices start at either 3 or 3.30. So that gives us just like enough time to end class early and go. So we have class and lift and all of that in the morning. And then we had practice and film today. So we had goalkeeper and defender film before training. And then we went to train for an hour and a half. And then right after that, I went to the Athletes Village, which is the big new like complex. It's, I think it's three or four years old. And we get dinner there every night or Monday through Thursday. So went there, hung out with my teammates. All the student athletes are there. So it's super fun to be able to see people on different teams and just meet new people and then come home and work on some homework, to be honest, and just get up and do it again the next day. Boy, that is a grind. And that's no shock to me. I've interviewed Trayton and he spoke a little bit about the Athletes Village and how cool that is. And yeah, it oh, sounds yeah. like a real community with all of our Gopher athletes uh, right there on the scene. So, um, yeah, it's think, awesome. Yeah, it sounds like it. Thanks so much for sharing. Now, you you girls, now the soccer team started off, it was a bit of a struggle, right? But yeah. red hot right now. A four-game win streak. And we got a shout-out to your teammate, Sophia Bowman. She was just named Co-Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week. So, shout-out to Sophia representing our Golden Gophers. 
Uh, and so honestly, yeah, let's hear more about the team. One question that I asked Trayton that uh, was a really interesting answer I'd love to hear about is on the team, social media. Who's got the best social media game on the team? I got to go with Izzy Brown. She's TikTok famous. She's got a bunch, a big following on Instagram. So anytime we have like Instagram takeovers or TikTok ideas, she usually fronts those and helps us out even with the gopher soccer stuff, sometimes help keep it like fun and fresh. So I probably have to go with Izzy Brown on that one. Okay. I'll have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. I, I know I follow some of the soccer players and yeah, I will say the ladies, the, the women athletes, I think social media games are stronger than the guys. Yeah. When I played, I mean, you, yeah, you just had to be on the team. I was a backup left guard with no talent and that was cool. But now it seems like you actually <laughs> have to be kind of cool to, to get a following. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, we got girls who post TikTok dances before every game. They get a couple thousand views every game. So it's cool. It's like a fun tradition for some girls. Lauren Donovan and McKenna Beisman, they post a TikTok dance before every game and just like kind of mess with around with how many views and likes and all that they can get. So it's just a fun side thing to do. Absolutely. It's cool. And you're interacting with the fans too. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's very cool. Okay. So we know Izzy Brown, some other ladies you mentioned there. Now on the other side, who would you say has the worst social media games on the team? Oh, God, I got to call my she's in my class. Her name's Ava Brewer. She doesn't even have an Instagram. And we got we get after her. We can't take her in pictures. We can't do any of that. She's not a very big social media girl. So I got to go. She's got to have a pretty weak social media game. But she does. The one saving grace she has is she's big into TikTok. She likes doing TikTok dances with her roommates. So it makes up for it. But the lack of Instagram kind of hurts her. Okay, that's interesting. I was going to make a joke about MySpace, but at the same time, she even she's on on TikTok. So even the yeah. even the worst social media game is it sounds like it's pretty strong on the girls uh, the yeah. soccer team for the Golden Gophers. Oh yeah. Now you mentioned your recruitment started early, just the way it worked out and the way it went when you were in high school. So yeah, you stayed home to represent our Golden Gophers and made a lot of people proud in the process. What made you stay home and choose the U of M? I think there's a lot of reasons. A big reason, obviously, is the academics. I'm in Carlson right now, as long as I'm in CLA and Carlson, but I knew I wanted to go in that business realm. Carlson's a top 10 business school in the nation. It's hard to beat that. And every school at the U, honestly, a degree from any of the colleges within the university is going to take you somewhere in life. And I think that first and foremost was like super important. And being so young and getting recruited, the U is one of, like, I think, six schools in the nation that have a full per portfolio for degrees, which means any possible college degree, the U offers it somewhere within the university. So when I was 14 and I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do, that was comforting knowing that I could do whatever I wanted and I won't be limited. But then obviously on the athletic side with soccer, Athletes Village is amazing. I don't, we have a team lounge where it's for us in softball, but we're switched season. So pretty much the fall, it's only ours. We have recovery rooms. We have Normatex. We have like massage guns. We have everything. We have meals. We have a snack station. We have places to get drinks like Powerade and water and all of this stuff. We get meals provided to us. We have our training room, our film room, our team meeting, our team, everything's in one spot. And it's insane. You have to walk a block across the street to get to anywhere. You have your tutoring sessions, everything. And I think that goes into like the next piece is that 
this staff that like we have right now cares about you so much more than just a soccer player. And I think that was something that was super important as well, because I'm here for four years to play soccer, but I'm going to be a person in the big world, like big girl world after this. So I think they really prepare you for that. And obviously the soccer is great here. It's a great program to be a part of. And I think when I visited, the one thing that always stuck out was that this team was a family. We have 24 girls, 25, I don't really know, actually probably 25-ish girls on this team. And they're probably my 25 best friends. People on this team will be in my wedding. They will be the people that like meet my kids when I have them one day. They're going to give the stamp of approval to my husband, like all of that. They're the they're my best friends. And I being able to go through life with them every day, we're a family. We spend every second together. We get jokes from other teams about how much time we spend together. But I love them to death. And I could tell that was the culture immediately once I stepped on campus. And it stayed true to that through a coaching change, through players coming in and out, all of that. It's always stayed true. So I think that in the end was the biggest that no matter how school or soccer went, like I was going to find my best friends here and I was going to find a family. And so that's been super fun. That sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing, Megan. Man, that is cool. That honestly doesn't shock me so much the camaraderie you have. That was even my experience a little when I played and you never had to sit alone when you were in the dining hall. No. Um, And Athletes Village is an underrated point, selling point of view of the U of M. I think the U of M is so unique in that it's not in the middle of nowhere like most schools, including the one I went to in the University of Northern Iowa, it's, kind of, it's in the Twin Cities, but Athletes Village and you got Dinky Town, it's still a campus vibe there and a unique. Yeah, for sure. Oh, totally. Yep. So now you talked about food. That got me excited because I'm a, I'm a chubby boy. I like to eat, but let's save that a little. I'm going to save that a little for the last question. We're getting close here. I know I got to let you go. You got to get ready to play the Cornhuskers. But yeah, so you mentioned that, yeah, eventually you're going to enter the big girl world. So what are your plans after college? I have played with the idea of if I get a chance to play professionally, I would love to. I think that it would be, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And like, I've plenty of people have told me that my job will always be there and the chance of playing professional soccer won't. So I might as well try it out. So I would absolutely love to be able to go and play whether that's overseas or here in the States, which would be super nice. But after that, or if I never end up playing professionally, I would, I am going to be graduating with a dual degree. So I'll have a mass communications degree as well as a marketing degree. And so I'm hopefully going to go into some sort of market research role. So that's a lot of kind of data, not it's confusing, but it's mostly just like looking at how to find the best ways to insert new products into the market and find the data that backs it. So that's like kind of my, I had an internship this summer and did a lot with market research and really found like a passion for it. So hopefully I'm going to be able to enter the workforce in that type of area. I'm sure with just the uh, fortitude and the passion that you show on the pitch there, I'm sure you'll do really well in the work life and the corporate world. But yeah, shoot for the stars. I hope you uh, get to play, whether it's overseas or here. We'll definitely be following you here in the Minnesota Mike's podcast always. Thank Um, you. Of course. And so with that being said, I know that we're going to let you go here soon. But as I mentioned, I touched on food. Now I like to eat. I think my audience likes to eat. I'm guessing you like to eat maybe. I don't know. Oh, Um, yeah. It doesn't look like it. I wish I could give you 20 <laughs> pounds of mine and you'd probably still be in shape. But regardless, so here nor there. Do you have some favorite restaurants? You grew up in Minnesota. So I, and then, yeah, tell me about the uh, the girls on the team. What do you guys like to eat? Game day eats, you know, restaurants. What do you guys like to do for food? Oh, yeah. We got some foodies on this team. Abby Franzen, if you ever need a restaurant, you can text her and she'll give you a list. But I got to say, 
some of my favorite new restaurants that I've been to lately. Wakami Sushi. It's by Lake Calhoun. It is amazing. It's the best sushi I've had in Minnesota. I love Fuzzy's Tacos in North Loop and Freehouse. They're right next to each other and it's amazing. I've heard a lot of good things about Nolo's. Never been there myself, but a lot of the girls on the team rave about it. Rise Bagels. Amazing. Super good also in North Loop. I would say on campus, I love JJ's Poke Bowl. Our team loves it. It's really good. As far as pregame, we get everything catered in pregame. So we stick to either Tony's Diner, which is on Dickytown, also a huge place. Best breakfast on campus, in my opinion. Super good. Or we'll get just Jimmy John's some sort of sandwich. We like to keep it like pretty simple and pretty light before games, just so that it's consistent. We know how our body's going to process it, all that type of stuff. Oh, I'm glad we're in it there because I don't know, but you, you just made me hungry. So and I, I love the restaurants you started with, man. Fuzzy's Tacos is awesome. I know the owners, they're good people. And gosh, I can't remember the first one you said. Oh, Wakami, the sushi. Yep. Chef's Kiss. That's a great choice right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Great soccer player, great person, great leader, captain of our Golden Gopher team. Honestly, you could check out the Golden Gophers on Friday as they play against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I believe those games air on Big Ten Plus. Yes. And uh, let me see if I can pull up your schedule here. I think your next home game is the following Thursday. And that is yeah, going to be at home. Indiana next Thursday at home, Northwestern Sunday at home as well. I see. Okay, perfect. Maybe we'll check you ladies out uh, next Thursday and head over to Elizabeth Lau Roby Stadium and check out against the Hoosiers. So I'd, otherwise, we're going to let you go. Best of luck this week. Give them heck against the Cornhuskers. And thank you so much, Megan. It really means a lot for you joining me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and reaching out. I really appreciate it. I love doing this stuff. So if you ever want another go for soccer player on, just reach out. No, it's not if, it's when. I can't wait, Megan. You take right. care. You have a great night. Thanks. You too. Folks, I hope you all enjoyed that interview as much as I did. I couldn't have asked for a better first female guest, first female athlete to join the Minnesota Mike's podcast than Megan Flashko, the captain the goaltender for a red hot golden gopher soccer team that's on a four game winning streak. Look, I, I ought to be ashamed that I've never checked those girls out and gone to the uh, mini games or watched them on big 10 plus. And I definitely will change that. They are playing hard. Win, lose, or draw on Friday. I'm proud of them. Hopefully they win. And then the Minnesota Mike's podcast could take a little credit for that victory. If they lose coach, I'm sorry for interviewing your goaltender a few days before the game, but no, regardless, I, one thing we know is that they're going to compete. And yet if you check out their social media, Megan wasn't lying. There's a lot of camaraderie. Those girls truly do love each other and they play for each other and they represent the Golden Gophers in the state of Minnesota very well. Now, before we close the show out, we do have a little football to talk and I'm not going to talk a ton of it. I won't. We're going to keep this thing short. The Vikings play on Monday night football versus the Eagles. That should be a great game. It's in Philadelphia. Uh, as my one of my guests earlier, uh, who was a top 60 Vikings fan, Josh Matherwood, said, that's uh, not exactly a fun place to play. Those fans can be a little rowdy and not in a good way. But regardless, uh, yeah, hopefully we take it to them and we keep the winning alive and go 2-0. The Gophers play Colorado Buffalo on Saturday in a rematch as they played them last year at Colorado. I was in Boulder for that game last year. It was awesome. Boulder, Colorado Buffalo, that is just a beautiful stadium man the tailgating was fun they were all those people were so nice it really was a good time and that program it, it's sad to see that they're so down right now and they are down as bad as they were last year and as my social media edits for this show mentioned to quote tom fernelli on the cover three podcast minnesota beat colorado with an oar last we beat them something fierce it was 30 to nothing 
and it was just a it was a butt whooping. And I expect the same, if not more, this year. They look even worse. I caught a, a little bit of their games uh, this year, two of them, and they look really bad. Same old stuff. They've got our old offensive coordinator, Mike Sanford, and it's the same old stuff. Quarterback checks at the sideline every second. It looks like it's just offense struggles to get any movement, but struggles to score any points. Uh, and so I'm not trying to dog them. I just that, that you don't want to kick them when they're down. And look, uh, anything could happen when you play the game. That's all. Uh, the one thing I did want to say is just I, I caution us. I get deja vu. Vikings starting off hot. Gopher started off hot. We haven't even gotten into Big Ten play yet. And uh, we're starting to see a lot of gloating on Twitter. And I love it. I'm here for the pettiness. But I just, I hate to see the heartbreaks. I hate to see my people heartbroken. And every year I see it. Look, Iowa looks rough. It's funny to talk crap about them. They do not look like a Big Ten West contender this year. They didn't look like one at some points of the season last year. It looked like, okay, the defense is not sustainable. They finally lost to Purdue. They lost another game. Looked like they were going to suck. And then by the end of the year, they won the Big Ten West, and they were 10-2. and two. Wisconsin, they looked like they were in turmoil last year. Two running backs kicked off the team. They got they lost to Notre Dame, who you know, essentially gave up on that quarterback, Jack Cohn, for Mertz, and Cohn beats them last year. And they we thought, okay, this is the year that they're going to fall off. And by the end of the year, they were very much a contender. We beat them, but they were a formidable foe. So I'm just all I'm saying is let's just let's not too much pressure on these guys. Let's not put too much pressure on them. PJ Fleck and all the guys on the Gopher football team. They're professional, for lack of better words, they're college athletes. But but anywho, you know, they're content. They're competitors. They could take the heat. They could take the pressure. But uh, I just I, I hope the fans don't set us uh, ourselves up for a letdown. Anything could happen. I think Illinois is going to be a tough match. I think Nebraska will be a lot tougher now that they've got a new coach. And we'll see what happens. But if you've got two eyes and a little bit about football, <laughs> Big Ten West looks like it's the Gophers to lose this year. It's, if this isn't the year, I don't know what will be. But regardless, let's enjoy it. Just enjoy the process. Go to the games. Um, and didn't touch much on soccer today. I suppose we interviewed a soccer player, but I didn't really talk a lot about my experience at Allianz Field. Allianz Stadium, it was my first time going, and it will not be my last time. That place is so much fun. It's electric, a lot of energy, a lot of passion. Those fans just have so many different cheers. There's more uh, player fan engagement. It was just a good time. And so if you all are looking for a date night or a fun time with the kids, Depending on how your kids act, I don't, maybe I don't have kids, so maybe it's tough to take your kids out to the game. But regardless, if you're looking for a fun time, treat yourself to a, a, a soccer match and go ahead and cheer on the MNUFC, the Minnesota United. But otherwise, you know what? Soccer fan, baseball fan, Vikings fan, Gopher fan, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I swear, it doesn't matter because we're all on the same team here at the Minnesota Mike's Podcast. Thanks, folks. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great day. Since I was a youngin', I've been counting payments. Open up the legs, it's got fans waiting. Let the hit us head, that's my motivation.